Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our two different perspectives, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the technical, sometimes cynical, cinematic side. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And today we are taking a look at a new Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas in July. I'm sweating like it's July, but those sleigh bells are ringing. Yeah, I think last year we like wore Christmas sweaters for it. We, oh, we, we did, could didn't not. We? It was toasty then, but there was no way we were doing no, that not, uh, for not this one. Yep. So you'll forgive us for not being decked out as, as much as we should be. But we are talking about my grown-up Christmas list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the first of the Christmas in July films... Um, I was a little confused though, because I was expecting it to be in July. Like the the camp one seems like it's in July, right? And so I was like, all right, I guess they're all going to be like themed around July. Not so much. This one, uh, this one was a cold Christmas movie. Well, they are Christmas movies, so they wouldn't be set in July. Well, I know that people. There are some people that do celebrate Christmas in July, like full on Christmas in July. People celebrate it. So I was expecting the, these movies to have that same. So you thought the Christmas in July movies were actually going to be Christmas in July. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought. Mm. That's what I expected. And because the, the camp one, obviously we, we haven't seen that one yet. I'm assuming it's in July because they're at camp. Right? I mean, I Have I gotten this all wrong? I'm, I, I really feel like people celebrate Christmas in July for some reason. Well, Hallmark does. And we now do uh, (laughs) when we talk about these movies. But yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Uh, But no, this one is full on Christmas, Christmas time. I mean, we've got, you know, cold breath coming out of their mouths. We've got real snow in this movie. Uh, It's beautiful. I I just wish that all Hallmark Christmas films were filmed when this one was because it immediately makes me feel like Christmas. No, I think there was a little bit of fake snow here and there, but nothing, you know, crazy. But like. Just beautiful. There was actually like snow. It was great. I'll go into it later, but I just, I got excited about it. But before, you know, before I get even more giddy about real snow and, and cold breath, uh, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. What did you think of my grown up Christmas list? Is this one that you would love to, I don't know, maybe it's hot outside, the sun's beating down, but you're inside with that AC blasting. You've got your, your cozy sweater on. Is this, is this one that you'd want to fully watch while you're in the mood or... Or maybe, you know, you're just sort of out there on the porch swing, sipping your your summer cocktail, kind of going back and forth, keeping your eye on it, half watching it maybe, or just not watch it at all, ever again. Just keep it out of the list. Keep it out of the rotation. Well, there are things that I want to say, but I'm just going to answer your question yeah, and, no, and, the, then, this is and not then we'll the, dive into this it. This is not the, the platform to say things. But I, I'm worried. I feel like I'm going to get... I'm going to get some hate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on, on what you're going to say is is what kind of fan mail you're going to be getting. Uh, well, I shouldn't say hate. I mean, I, we've never gotten hate. No, we've gotten hate, some letters. Hate mail. We've gotten some strongly worded letters, but not hate. <laughs> not hate. Um, I sadly mm-hmm. don't think I will be adding this one to the to the rotation. Yeah. Uh, if you if you can hear the the pitter patter of little feet, our our little puppy <laughs> is just exploring tonight. So there might be some some sprinkling of feet that we will not be able to take out. Yeah, at least she's at least she's playing by herself <laughs> instead of barking at us. She's adorable. So, 
So no, sadly, I will not be watching this one again. Okay. Um, that is not to say that there weren't certain things that I did enjoy right. about the movie. Uh, and that we'll talk about. But as a whole, this one didn't quite work for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what What about you? Oh, uh, yeah. No, never again. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I feel like I'm going to have to come out with so many disclaimers here. Uh, first of all, you know, obviously, I'm glad they're, they're making these films about, you know, the military and what it's like to be involved with someone in the military. I'm all for that. You know, I, I think that's you know, something that needs to be looked at, especially around the holidays, and that these people don't often get to spend time with their families around the holidays, and I'm glad they're putting a spotlight on that. However, you know, I that can't give a movie a free pass. Um, and there's, I think, some things technically that this movie did well, uh, but there's some things that, that didn't work for me, and obviously we're gonna look into that. Um, but yeah, no, this movie, it didn't make a lot of sense to me and, and a lot of parts. Um, and it just, it didn't, it didn't hit the mark for me. And, and I hate it, you know, because as we say, you know, uh, we know how much time and energy and effort goes into these films. We know that they're on a, you know, tight timeline to make these. Um, but still, it just, there's some things that, that definitely could have been improved upon to, to really have made this a, a stronger future. Yeah, and we always do try to touch on the positive points of the movies and what we did enjoy with it. But we do have to be honest and tell you if we liked it or not. We're so. critical. We got it. We have to have. We have to have some critique. So we'll start with a plot summary. I hope so. I hope we didn't switch up the format. <laughs> not yet. So in case you haven't seen this movie, this is what it was about. Go for it. Taylor and Luke meet one Christmas and begin a long-distance relationship as Luke is on military duty. Taylor focuses on her writing career. The distance can be hard, but their grown-up Christmas wish lists wow. always include spending Christmas together. Mm. That, is that it? Or was it a pause? That, Do we have that's it. The, the end. <laughs> Was that was that one not award winning? No, no, it's just you just look so cute when you're like the end. <laughs> um, no, you touched on some things. Uh, you left out a lot in that that summary. Um, Did I? <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. You're right. You're right. Well, let's let's go talk about our, our main lead. Please do. We have a real life couple. Once again, we've seen them before. Are they real together. life couple? Yeah, they were in Feeling Butterflies. I love that one. Do you remember? You did. You did not love that one. Yeah, I did didn't I? I like that one. Yeah, Last one of the only spring spring ones, right? Wasn't that the only one yeah. that was like themed spring? So we have Kayla Wallace who mm -hmm. plays Taylor, and Kevin McGarry who plays Luke. I liked. I like both of them. I like both of them. I, I think. I do. They are a very attractive looking couple. Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I was talking about their acting, but yes, they are both um, attractive people. No, I think they are adorable together, mm. and I, I really I like them as well. They were not what I didn't like about the movie. I, yeah, will, I will say that it's probably good to get that out of the way. No, we it's not not because it's not because of them and their their acting. I, that was not why this movie did not hit home for me. So I'm still a fan of them and of them together. I think that's 
I think that's very cute that they're a real life couple making these movies together and getting to kiss. I think that that's awesome. So getting to kiss a lot, a lot of kissing. And uh, I had forgotten that they were a real life couple. And I was like, man, they are they are kissing. They are kissing a lot. So <laughs> oh I'm glad God. we've we've cleared that up right away. So why don't we go ahead and talk about it might be the quickest meet cute in all of Hallmark history. I mean, we're talking about meet cute while the credits are rolling. Oh, you mean quickest as in it happens right away. I yeah. was going to say, oh, this meet cute goes on for a while. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying like it, it happens while the names of like the director and the writers are, are on the screen. Like it's it's wild. I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's been a, a faster one. But to me, it was quick. Yeah, I want to say this. There was a lot of potential in this movie and there were parts that I really gravitated towards and I really felt at times that I could really like the movie yeah uh but then I get I kept getting pulled out of that the movie just felt a little odd to me right I don't I don't know about you but it it was just um you mentioned like it didn't make sense there yes there were parts that didn't make sense but the whole movie just felt a little awkward to me. It almost felt like they had an idea and then someone came along and was like, what if we make this about a soldier? And they're like, oh, okay, we can, we can do that. And they tried to just kind of cobble it together. Like it, it I, I don't know, something was missing here. You know, you know, for me, um, I, actually, you know what, here, let's, let's talk about this meet cute. And then I'll, I'll give you my theory about what I think miss, what, and I'll give you my theory about what I think the misstep was. Sure. I'll leave, I'll leave the audience with bated breath. Oh, so me cute. Yes, it is right away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Luke is a very poorly looking Santa. Right? He's like, I, I've been working out. I was like, no, no. You went to Party City and I don't know. Did People, not work. when they want to see whether it's the real Santa or a fake Santa, they want him to look jolly mm-hmm. and round round yep and smelling a little bit like bourbon maybe eggnog. maybe you know have a, a a more realistic looking beard yeah possibly but you know i guess this this is the best the town can do <laughs> and he's doing his duty well this is his own free time he could be spending with his family but he's out there handing out candy canes like gift wrap candy canes too those things were beautifully done do you notice those Thick, huge candy canes. They spent some money they on, did. on those candy canes. They got some money there. Um, so from the beginning, I, I feel a little lost. Maybe, and now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that was the point of the movie because Taylor's character does feel a little lost. So maybe it was on purpose that the viewer felt a little lost as well. When she steps off the train, she just seems very... Less, she looks less than excited. Uh, well, she's dealing with a lot of grief. She is, which we don't know at the time. She just looks a little troubled. So Santa is there to to talk to her uh, right as she gets off the train, and he's very obvious that he finds her attractive. Wouldn't you say? Like right off the bat, he's like trying to get some info. There's no her. doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind in anyone's mind that he's interested. Like, what is your name? Like. Santa, come on, let's and let's, possibly your phone number. Yes, let's, no. let's let's calm down, Santa. And so it's very clear that something is bothering her. I think the interaction is cute. I, I will say, but at the same time, we aren't really sure what's going on with her. She seems like she wants 
so it felt a little awkward to me. It seems like she wants to to get away. Yeah, she does. And he keeps talking to her. We so have a, it just yeah. feels a little a little awkward. I mean, we have a Santa in a cheap costume. I mean, trying to hit on you. It, it's not working. Uh, but apparently it does work. Uh, but for the audience members, it, it really wasn't working. It was, it was awkward. Um, I will say from a technical standpoint, my goodness, what a scene. I mean, there's snow. There's cold breath. They had these twinkly lights from the from the tree farm that's there, I think, or some, there's some sort of trees, like, it looks gorgeous. And I mean, we're talking about warm yellow light on the highlight side of her face with these, you know, little subtle blue moonlight. You know how we talk about the blue moonlight? Mm -hmm. It was subtle, but it was on the shadowed side of her face. Uh, it was, it was beautiful. I mean, it was gorgeous. I was, I was enthralled with the, the look of this film. Yeah, I'm going to jump on technical for you as well. If if I'm going to go into technical, I will say this movie was beautifully shot. Like yeah. to to look at it, it was beautiful. It was dreamy. It gave me the Christmas feels that I was looking for yeah. for a Christmas in July movie. It took me right in. And oh, it I started felt, off with a punch. I was like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, this is Christmas." And I I felt excited about it. I did too. Um because, you know, it just felt and we realized I was like, wait a minute, is this is this real snow? Is this real mm -hmm. cold, yep. you know, off of their breath? And they did shoot it in December of last year. So it, awesome. in Canada. So this this I imagine this was all real, true yeah. to life, uh, which definitely, definitely takes you into the movie more. It's like more realistic. Yeah. There was no trying to, there was no trying to get there. Like it, I was there. Yeah. No, for so, uh, this is the way you start. Yeah. You know? I just, I have to say that I loved the way this movie looked and the way it was shot. It just had that dreamy Christmassy feel that I love. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad we're in agreement there. Uh, Hallmark, start making your, your films in winter. You know, let's, let's, let's have that be a normal thing. It just may, it just feels so much like you can tell the the difference. Yeah, because the actors are cold. They have yeah. the ruddy cheeks, and it's like, oh man, this is great. Uh, so yeah, it was a little awkward. It was a little weird. You know, gets her name, and then you know she wanders off into the darkness. And you know, I'm sure it was supposed to be that way. A lot of times, first meetings are kind of awkward right. and weird. You know, she's like, "Who's this guy talking to me?" Um, so I didn't hate it. Like it it was fine. And and again, I. To me, like you mentioned, like what I was taking more of it was just like, wow, this is really beautiful. I was really excited about the real cold and the real snow mm -hmm. and um, and and the Christmas feels that yeah. I was getting. So, yep. you know, I, I have a note here, you know, about the, the meeting. I called him a, a stalking Santa. Oh, because as you know, that doesn't sound romantic. No, it does not. Because as you know, he, he stalks her house, leaves her a basket of. Of, uh, of more candy, candy canes, canes. Um, so that's that's what we get out of out of this meet cute. And so this movie was interesting, and I will applaud it for doing something that I don't think we have seen in a Hallmark movie before, which is jumping ahead a year later, and then a year later. Now, as the movie went on, I got a little confused with the the timeline. Because jumps. It, they don't tell you every time. It was weird because sometimes they'll be like, "Oh, this is a month later, or a week later, or a year later." And then there was one jump they did, and it was I think it was the one going into this where they don't tell you, but you assume it's the next Christmas. It was really strange. No, they do say one year later for the first jump, and I was like, "Oh, wow!" And then I think after that, it gets a little muddy. Okay, there was one. Um, but I I really did enjoy the 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 idea of this movie i liked 
the idea of a long distance relationship over a span of time. Right. That's like sort of seeing. Yeah. Of sort of seeing little peaks into it. Um, Where where I think this movie felt short was, I guess, how it was executed because I liked the premise. Right. And I feel like they could have done a lot more with it. Yeah. um, Because honestly, we don't really get much time between these two at all. And that's what we're wanting, right? So the interactions that we do get with them, I did enjoy. But there's really only the two, like the two years. So we get that meet cute and then jump forward to another year. And then this to me was where I was like, okay, I think I like this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. But then after that second meeting, like the second year they see each other, I, I, they, they lose me. Well, it was, it's strange. So she's there, you know, to see her grandfather, her, you know, her mom had passed away. So they're both kind of, you know, healing with their grief. Um, and, and he leaves with the candy canes and they don't see each other after that. There's no numbers given. There's nothing. He's left such an impression on her that she keeps that candy cane. Hi for an entire year without talking to him. See, this is where uh, this is where I don't follow it, you know, because to me, I wish they had given each other a number so they had talked a little bit, you know, give me give me some sort of connection between that first year and this becomes a more believable story. But she goes back like, you know, hungry for him and it's just like, why you had that literally 5-minute interaction. Or I guess no, she she walks at night, doesn't she? She does. She walks at night. And then meets up with him again. So she does see him again that night. Grandfather's asleep on, on the couch. She gets up. I think that's the first year. Yeah, I th- see, I'm already getting confused with the timelines here. I need my whiteboard. Uh, so, yeah, she does sit on the bench with him that first year. So they have another interaction. And then he goes off. And then they don't see each other for a year. Okay, first year, done. Yes. We got it. The second interaction where they meet for the second year and i did i thought it was really cute that they were excited to see each other and this is what i felt like i hadn't seen in a hallmark movie before that we had this like time apart and then they're like excited to see each other um because you know we usually don't get the people like together till the very end Yeah, yeah yeah so when she does finally see him and he shows up at her grandpa's store and she's working Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so good. This is going to be so cute. So the anticipation I was really enjoying as well. It felt like you were waiting a year. Yeah. But then the interaction that we have in the store, again, very awkward to me. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on. Her reaction to seeing him was very odd to me. I thought she would look happier to see him. Maybe she was nervous. She seemed like nervous a little bit. It was just a very odd reaction. She's kind of just like, uh, hi. Again, she almost seems like she doesn't want to talk to him. Right. And this is the same woman that kept a candy cane (laughs) for a year. So Taylor's a little, she's given some mixed signals, I I feel. Uh, Luke is, there's no denying. Luke is like. uh, The eyes. You see those eyes? He's dropping those eyes. He is excited to see her um so i'm just gonna chalk it up to nerves for taylor because i i know she's excited to him she tells her friend like you know she's looking forward to seeing right. him and again kept the candy cane for a year yes i hope she's not planning on eating it she's got to <laughs> at this point she has to well what and also what's kind of confusing to me and this might be nitpicking but how have they not met before i put that in my notes if he's been going to the store her grandpa says he's been coming to this store since he was wee high and i'm thinking 
then how do you not know each other? Like if he knows her grandpa and she grew up there and he grew up there, it's a small town. They keep saying what a small town it is. How have they never met? I I felt like I missed something. Like, did she not grow up there? I don't know. Well, she—I don't think she grew up there, but she would visit her grandfather with her mom. I—I don't know. It's just—it's very odd to me, because uh, she knew the store. You know, she was she's obviously worked. That's that's what it was. She knew exactly how to work the store, like she knew the register and everything. So she's obviously worked the cash register at her grandfather's store before. There's there's hardly any way that she has not met this man before. But maybe you know, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Star-crossed lovers. Benefit of the doubt. Yes. Uh, they just were not meant to meet until right, now. Know. Right. Sure. Um, but later on in, in this interaction, this is this is where it got good for me. Okay. So he asks her out. Yes. Uh, and, you know, the grandpa's like, she's like, oh, I got to work. And he's like, no, go. He's like, go on your date. And she's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> this is not a date. And then Luke says, but it could be. Yep. I like that, too. And I was like, oh. Yep. And then he's like, you want to go? And then here is her true reaction. This is yep. when she, you know, is showing the the feelings. And so she's, you know, smiling and giddy. And I'm feeling it too. I'm like, okay, this is really cute. Mm-hmm. So I really like that part. Um, I really like the way he looks at her. This was like a big thing throughout the movie. It is very evident that these two are actually in love in real life. Um, I mean, yes, they are good actors, but yeah. you can tell. You these can two, it. yeah. it's, it's there. I really like the next uh, sort of sequences that happen after this. So the whole second, the second visit was my favorite part of the movie. So after he asked her out on the date and then yes, in the truck, when they're talking and having that conversation, I really enjoyed that. And there was like a really great line that she says something like there's a poetry in you. And it was just very romantic with the, with this real snow and in the truck close together. Well, let me, let me talk to you a little technical about that scene. Because that ahead. scene was beautiful. I mean, they have this beautiful red truck against the white, snowy, woody background. Um, great wide to establish us in there. You know, they're going back and forth. And you have a two-shot, you know, where it's, you know, back and forth over the shoulder. But when they, they cut to her side, the camera's out of the truck. Mm-hmm. And so you're looking at her through the, the windshield that has, like, the snow melting on it. Really nice touch. It was very artsy. They eventually roll the window down. I, I like that. I was like, yes, okay, this is good. And again, the technical in this film was done extremely well. You know, through the the cinematography and the lighting, a lot of a lot of good notes here. But I absolutely love that scene because just really great conversation that that truck. Yeah, uh, and I agree. And I even wrote notes down for technical for that scene that it, it was odd. Like it it was an odd shot to 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 film her through the the window. Yeah. But I liked it. Like, it, it worked. I, and I thought it was cool, too. Um, well, it was cool because they didn't do it for his side. When they revert to right. the other side, only for her. So it's like, all right, what are they trying to say here with this shot? What kind of, you know, is it sort of like, you know, she's unsure about him. You know, she's uh, she's has this, this win- literally a window between the, the two. And then she rolls it down and then gives, like, they're, they're trying to say something with that shot. And it's fun to think about what they're trying to say there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we do want to give props to uh, the director, Andrew Simic, mm. and cinematographer William Smith yes. uh, for a great job. And again, throughout the whole movie, I kept thinking like, wow, I love the way this movie yeah, is yeah. shot. I love the way it looks. Um, so, yeah, that was one of my one of the things that I really did like about it. So if the whole movie was just this chunk of this second visit, then I think I would have loved yeah, this movie. Keep it. So, I mean, if you, we, we want to get 
real nitpicky. Maybe if I saw this scene, mm -hmm. this se sequence of scenes right here, which is what, maybe like 15 minutes of the yeah, movie? probably. I would watch that again. That's not that's not a great thing to say. So I so I'll I will give it that. Um, so I, I will continue on my romantic journey and Please. what I and I read it, what I really enjoyed about this part of the movie. Um, you know, she I really loved the tree that she decorates with the family. I thought mm -hmm. the tree was beautiful, and I love the scene where you know she gets to light it and then she subtly takes his hand. Yeah, that was a cute scene. The hand, the they're hand like scene, looking yeah. at the tree. So sweet. I love, I loved that. And I like that they plug it in and it's not a button. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she literally has to plug it in and we don't have a big red button in a countdown. It was a very intimate, sweet moment. It was. And I, and I loved too, there was like a set. So he just finds out that he's getting called away. So he's like realizing, I like this girl. She's here with my family, decorating the tree. And now she's holding my hand. And it, Kevin McGarry did this so beautifully is like, the way his face sort of like lights up when she takes his hand, but at the same time, he's like, yep. it's covered in sadness as well. Acting. Uh, <laughs> is that what that was? <laughs> because, you know, he's, he knows, oh, wow, this is probably not going to work out. But um, so there's that like happy and, and sad at the same time, uh, which I thought was, was done really well by, by him. Yeah. I think for me, you know, they have the, you know, he says, you know, we're meant to be together. And it's like, I, this, this whole love at first sight idea in these films, it never, it never really sits right with me. I mean, I think there's some that, that do it well. This one, I, I just, I didn't get it again. If they had talked for, through that first year, even, you know, slide into the DMS a little bit, just how are you doing? Give me something, but they've spent all of, 30 minutes total time together and he's like you know what i'm willing to spend the rest of my life with her essentially that's what he's saying i want to spend the rest of my life with her well this is why you're the cynical and no it doesn't always work for me that i believe that these two were meant to right. be together but i really did feel the chemistry with these two and there was like this sort of like i don't want to say weird energy between them but it felt it felt like deeper okay. and maybe that's why I was feeling kind of awkward. Like maybe they were sort of struggling with like, what is this? Like, what am, why am I drawn to this person? So no, they haven't had a lot of time together, but I did feel like I could see him saying, I think I'm meant to be with her, okay. you know? All right. Fair I enough. Won't, fair I enough. won't say that I felt differently about you when S I met you. Okay. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um good to know uh but i i loved the scene where after she sees you know something's going on he walk. he's like can i talk to you snow bridge scene snow bridge snow bridge scene snow bridge snow bridge wow. what scene. a scene so what a scene yes i would watch this scene again yeah i will say that and i also love that they have a conversation like it's not like he's like oh, I can't deal with this. I'm just going to ignore her and let it build up and she's yeah. going to wonder what's wrong. Like they go and they have a talk about it. And I like that he tells her, I like you. And she's like, I like you too. Um, but willing to, I mean, it's just so wild to me that they're both willing to do this. And again, 30 minutes. It's stops. a feeling. They just have okay. the feeling. And we get a kiss. Yeah. I think it was a wonderful kiss. It wasn't Blazing Inferno. I'm going to give it sparks. It was just a very like tender, sweet kiss for a first kiss. And mm. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, it was just beautiful with the snow and on the bridge and the yeah. lighting. It was it was it was a gorgeous scene. Yeah. Beautifully shot, too. 
um, everything. Yeah. Again, great. This part's great. This, this section, a lot of fun. Very, very awesome to see. And then I'm sorry, but I did not enjoy the rest of the movie no. after this. No. And I, and also there's, there's elements that worried me in the beginning part too, but I mean, this is where we have, and you're right. It was the second one where they up, they don't update the time. We assume it's a year later. We have no idea what's been going on. They kind of throw a montage there. We're a little lost. We get a little lost in the Yeah, time. we see them, you know, talking over FaceTime. And, you know, I I assume it's another year because he says he has to go do this training right. for a year. But we don't know. And it's so weird because they give us time updates every other time except this time. Yeah. Um, and this is where they lose me. So you say you don't get the love at first sight. I get that. But this is where... I find fault in it because, again, I don't know how much time has gone right. on. We assume maybe a year of, like, long distance. Like, okay, he decides to propose. He's supposed to be there for yeah. that Christmas. He can't make it. And then he proposes. Yeah. Over Zoom video chat. Yeah. That bothered you. It bothered me a See, lot. See, but that didn't bother me because I, I get it. He's like, okay, he, he stuck there. Why wouldn't he we just wait till he gets home, though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you're right. Like, they couldn't make it because there was, like, a snowstorm. So but wait for the snow. Wait for the snow. And wait come for home, to, yeah. yeah. And then come home and do it how you wanted to. I guess he's like, I don't know how long it's going to be. But, I mean, what, this is, like, a huge moment in your life. Yeah. And so the only way I could sort of justify it is I don't know. I can't speak to military life or right. how that is for people in the military. Um, so I know there probably are a lot of special moments that do happen over, right. you know, FaceTime or things like that, that they can't be there for those special moments. For sure. But he knows he's going to come he's home. He's going to be there. Like he's not in war right now. Like he's just doing training. Well, we and- don't know. <laughs> so here's where it gets crazy. Here, let me, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I have to talk about this because this is where it gets crazy. They go because the connection cuts out as soon as he proposes, you know, and they go out to like reset it. And all of a sudden it gets very serious. They're like, well, their enemy's here. And I'm thinking, what enemy you're, you're training? They're in Eastern Europe, and they're doing training in, in the woods. I, I so don't this is it. where they lost me. I don't know if they were just adding this for, like, ooh, like danger effect and, like, to up the stakes. They hear, like, a twig snapping. It, it's it's it, so weird. It didn't really make sense. It didn't. And we don't even hear about this enemy any other time ever again because at the end the drama at the end is the the helicopter going down not that it was shot down right but there was so it this this scene felt completely out, completely out of place i don't know who the enemy is i'm confused i thought they were setting him up to die i even read my notes i'm like he's about to die he is going to die um because why would you show this scene if you're not going to have him die yeah but they've been long distance for like 99 percent of their yes. relationship yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to pop the question over FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she literally was just talking to his mother, like thinking like, I don't know what to do. Like basically like, I don't even know if I can do this. Right. Like, because he's not coming home for this Christmas. Like, is this what my life is going to be? And then he's like, will you marry me? And she's just like, yes, please. Yeah. So I didn't really buy that. And I am the hopeless romantic, but that still felt a little unbelievable to me but yeah i mean so the biggest thing for me and again this is the start of it the biggest thing for me is i i think the the writing just did not work for me in this film uh they have this line where she's saying it's it's not too sentimental uh when she's talking about her piece and it's like 
this movie became just too sentimental. You know, there's a lot of cliche here. We have a lot of just these speeches these characters are giving to each other. Uh, you know, there was a there needed to be more more show and less tell, to, in my opinion, for the for the writing here, and it just it didn't work. I mean, time is the most precious gift of all. Like I I that's just too on the nose for me. Too on the nose. There were some lines that I really liked and. I mean, she was a writer, so I felt some of the things that she said were believable to me, but I do agree with you to an extent that I felt, now, this is going to sound crazy. Um, I am the hopeless romantic, and I love Hallmark movies, but, and I love a certain amount of sap. Yeah. A good amount of sap. Well, I think I think if you're listening to this podcast, you enjoy the sap as well. Yes. We all enjoy the sap. But there was just a tad too much sap it was so heavy-handed it was very heavy-handed and a lot of the dialogue didn't seem believable to me unfortunately um like i'm like people don't talk that way they just don't but they did have some good lines like when she was like i see the poetry in you and and i i made it more believable for her because she was a writer Mm -hmm. so she would talk a little bit more like flowery but yeah it did feel a little too on the nose a little too sappy for me, which pains me to say because I love the sappy romance. Am I rubbing off on you? No. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you felt it too. And I don't I don't know. It, it There was just something that felt a little off. So the one scene, you know, that I felt should have worked really well, but didn't. And this had to do with more, more technical because it wasn't lit well. It was like the one scene that really wasn't lit well, in my opinion, was the, the dance scene when he's like, dance with me. And, you know, they play that song and that song played three times in this film, maybe four more times than two tickets to paradise, which is saying something. They were going to use every penny they paid for that grown up Christmas list song, Um, which, you know, shout out Amy Grant. Like, you know, we're not harping the song, but it it was overused. It's not a song that I maybe would want to slow dance with my love to when he's about to go off to. Yeah, it's not a it's not a romantic song. They, they made it romantic. Yeah. Um, so did you like that scene? They just... I liked the dancing. When the song started, I was like, oh, no. not They're not, they're not going to play this song for them to dance to. But um, I get if you pay the, for the rights of the song, you're going to want to use it as much as you can. I didn't see lighting wrong or anything with it. But at this point, this is when he comes back and surprises her, right? Yeah. So I'm still reeling from the proposal because I'm like... <laughs> you've like not spent but like a day together and you're proposing which i know long a long time ago this did happen with people they would get married love oh, yeah, first for sight, sure and they would spend you know their entire lives together yeah. and that is super romantic to me and i do feel like maybe that's what they were beckoning on like of the the old time movies and like the old you know when people would go off to war and they would get married really young and quickly um, so I understand that, but we're in 2022 and I just don't see that as believable anymore Okay. of proposing like after you've spent like a day with someone, but I mean, that's what we got. That's what we got. That's what we got. Then we really don't get like any more time with them together. Right. Like quality time, like any, real, no more bridge scene, no more bridge scene. Um, and so that was very disappointing for me because he does show up, you know, there surprising her with flowers and that was really sweet. But then he has to leave again. You know something bad's going to happen because he's there. He knows something bad's going to happen. And this infuriated me so much. Because Which part? That he has to leave. It, it made <laughs> absolutely no sense. 
Can you? Does this make sense for His you? His buddy is out there. He would. I mean, I don't know. I mean, so Germany. He literally just got back. So Eastern Europe. I don't know where they're where they're living. Right I'm saying now. Germany because that's the only. That's like. But the they're furthest. saying Eastern Europe, so right. they're not gonna like give us an actual location. It's like um, Arcadiaville or something. Well, do we like know where this film takes? Do we know Hallmark where this land. this film takes place? I, I think it's like eight hours or seven hours from we'll say they're in new york because I'm, I'm not sure where they are right now so i'll, I'll say new york too and i'll say germany because that's what i know <laughs> so we'll say eight hours maybe nine maybe ten around that time from there to there uh that i mean by that by that time i mean his friend's dead well not dead but like other people could find him like right. he literally just got back his friend goes down in a plane in a blizzard and this is what i kept i was like they're in a blizzard like you can't get in or get out when there's a blizzard. Like the planes are not going to be flying there. Right. Like how is he getting there? You're you just got back with your fiance now that you you know proposed that you haven't seen in like God knows how Two long it's years been. Or something. Yeah. Been now, and like what really are you going to do? Like there are people already there, so it didn't make sense for him to like go all the way back when they could probably find him by the time he exactly. gets back there. It's more dangerous for him to go back in there in because the blizzard, of a yeah. blizzard. Um, and why is he still there? They didn't really touch upon why he's still there. It was only supposed to be for a year. They didn't have any sort of scene that he needed to stay for another year. And it didn't make sense that they would have let him back. Like his his boss or commander in chief is like, I'm not asking you to, to come. But, but he's like, I'm doing it for my friend. And I don't know. It didn't feel like... This a situation that he needed to go back, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. No, I mean I, I think you're right. I think they were just trying to add that you know that last minute drama, but it didn't it, it didn't fit with the movie. Like fit. we didn't need like drama like that in no. this movie. We we didn't need that, and so that's why I'm thinking he's going to go back and die, uh, which which didn't happen. Um, did did you want that to happen? No, but because I was like, why are they doing this? Because I kept thinking, trying to find a reason of why are you doing this. And so we have her, and this is where it gets crazy too. She's like, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to get your dad to fly me over there. Again, another eight-hour trip. Um, and it's and dangerous because there's a blizzard. And apparently there's enemies there, so it's an active combat zone. And it, it just it boggles because she waits. She waits there. She's like, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to take charge. You're literally waiting there too. It's just... It, it upset me and it just, it got to be ridiculous. And maybe again, maybe we're harping too much on this, but I think what upsets us, at least I, I don't want to speak for you, but what, what upsets me is that there was a lot of good in that first part of the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot of good. And so then to just have it go off rails, just, it hurts me a little bit because there's a lot, a lot of good there. Yeah. And no, same. Uh, I felt the same way that I just felt like, the whole rest of that, the movie after that was just kind of just really outlandish to me. Um, and unnecessary really, like, like you said, the whole drama of like his friend going down and everything like this movie is supposed to be like their love story. And I get like, to me, I would have rathered it be set like long, like back in the day, like in the past. And like, he actually had to go to war and like, she would be waiting for him. Like yeah. to me, that would have made more sense. Like if they want to add in the, the military drama, that would have like made sense. But this in present day with like him, like it just, I don't know. It didn't make sense to me, but that's what we got. That's what we got. <laughs>
and and then and then that's it and then they they go back and then it's their wedding so we really don't get more of them together, more time, more cute scenes like no. the truck scene and bridge. No, because they all of a sudden were like, let's add in some like danger and yeah. drama that kind of didn't fit the sort of like romantic, dreamy Christmas movie that that I was thought I was getting. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It really took us out. And again, maybe they're trying to show you know what it's like you know uh, dealing with someone who is in the military and the sacrifices you have to make as a family, you know, with the parents and but it just. It just went over the top for me, and and I think it hurt the film overall. So, yeah. Um, but you know, she looked beautiful uh, for the wedding, yeah. and I thought that scene was very, you know, again a snowy Christmas wedding. Like I, that's you could like, tell they were cold. That's they looked cold. Yeah. <laughs> I think his hand was shaking a little bit. Like, and that adds to the authenticity. I'm all here for it. Give yeah. Me some, give me more um, of that. But no, I love like a Christmas like wedding in the snow. Like that to me was beautiful. I kind of wish they wouldn't have like overlapped the vows over them. Like I kind of wanted to just see them say they the were vows cold. They to needed each to get, other. They needed to get <laughs> yeah, it out. Of there. I no, it. Seriously, I bet you that's what it was. Um, and we get more kissing, which again was really nice. He was like really going for it at the end. She pulled away. She yeah, yeah. She's kind of like, okay, your family is watching. Okay, that that's <laughs> enough. Um, but no, it it was it was a beautiful a beautiful end scene. I would say. Oh, uh, really? Because it was weird to me because they they pulled that camera up. Right, I mean, they must be on some sort of crane. They lift the camera up, and the end the end shot are just these tree branches against a blue sky, and it, I, I did not like that. There weren't lights in the trees. You know, usually we have the the lights kind of taking us out. Wasn't a fan of that end shot. Yeah, um, I just was like, oh man, I wish we would have gotten more more truck scene, more, more truck bridge scene, more bridge, uh, less enemy lines in Eastern Europe. Um, I don't. I don't go to Hallmark for, for action, for the action stuff. Um, yeah. So that's not really what I was wanting. Um, but again, there were parts, like we mentioned, that I did really enjoy. If we would have had more of that, I think this movie could have been golden. Well, like you said, I mean, you see, we said we wouldn't watch it again. You know, talking about it now, I might watch that beginning part. Well, that's why I said if that second that, that second truck part. Scene, yeah, man, that was shot. It, guys, go back and watch that truck scene. Look at what we're talking about. Some of the the best shot conversational piece, like just oh, it's gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's our first Christmas in July film. Uh, my grown up Christmas list. Not too much list writing here, but that's that's the title. Yeah. Um. You know, and I, I, tr I try not to look at any reviews or like what people are saying about the movie. Did you look at reviews? We, I didn't look at reviews, but I did see comments. And I mean, it is resounding. Like, people love this movie. Seriously? So that's why, I mean, Man. you guys are going to listen to this and be like, what are they talking about? And that is completely fine. I'm so happy that this movie did really well because, you know, it was acted well. It was shot beautifully. Yeah. Um, there was just some of the storyline that didn't work for us. But yeah, we never. It's like we don't root for these movies to do poorly. No, it, sometimes it actually don't like hurts us <laughs> that we don't because I was really excited yeah. for this one. But yeah, we've got a few more. Mm -hmm. The next one I don't think is going to give us Christmas feels. Is the camp one? It is the camp yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it's going to be Christmas in July, like gonna, the real July. It's going to give us July feels. <laughs> I'm excited. The little preview they had, I'm excited about this one. I, I, have, I have a sneaking suspicion this one's going to be a sleeper. Yeah, I really like the girl that's in it too. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll see. 
so we'll be back next week with that review. Mm-hmm. We would love to hear your thoughts on this movie. I know m- most people did love this movie. So tell us just, why. Yeah, tell us what your favorite part, what your favorite parts were. But it has to be um, after the truck and the bridge scene. Yeah. After that, because we know about that. The first part's great. Tell us why you like the second part. And yeah, we just want to continue to thank you for listening. You guys are and great. For you know, commenting and messaging us. Uh, and is as always, make sure that you are following us on the socials, on Instagram and Twitter. We put out a YouTube like once sometimes. a year, once a year, <laughs> around Christmas. We, we do the YouTubes. Um, and if you are listening on Apple podcasts, make sure to give us a rating and review. We really appreciate it. Uh, we've made it to enough reviews that our rating actually shows at the top, which did made it. me really excited. Um, uh, so yeah, thank you guys for uh, giving us those. Yeah, those we couldn't. Stars. Do, we literally could not have done that without you. Um, and we always, you know, we always love your messages. I mean, just you know, last week I had said something about about Ryan Pavey, you know, being from Canada because he had some Canadian accent slip in. Uh, one of our listeners uh, pointed out that he's actually from California. So I was. <laughs> dead wrong and i am happy to admit when i'm wrong so uh seriously we love it when you guys reach out to us we have some great conversations out there so thank you all yep and we'll see you next week uh for more christmas in july thanks guys thanks